Gennaro Rewind, hosted by Matt Namofsky. Hello, NRL friends, and welcome back to the NRL Rewind podcast. I'm your host, Matt Namofsky. Welcome to one of the first little pods here in terms of the draft, NRL Supercoach draft. Uh, we've just done our draft order in our boys in the band's comp. Uh, fourth year now we're running this comp. Uh, got 12 of the best guys in it. Uh, and we've done the draft order. So essentially, names out of a hat. That's the position that you pick your draft order. So obviously, the last guy gets the first pick. He can choose where he wants to be in the draft. So we've done that now. I have ended up with pick number five. And I want to have an on-pod discussion so you can hear the thoughts because I think in most drafts this year, the top four is pretty set. It's the three gun fullbacks. It's Turbo, it's Teddy, it's Pappy, and it's Nathan Cleary. I think in most comps, that will probably be the top four there. So at five, uh, the three best fullbacks are gone. I think taking the next best one's probably a reach at five, so I won't be doing that. I think it's a little bit too high to take the two best hookers in Cook and Grant, so I won't be going there. And I think... I could go one of the, you know, I could go a Cherry Evans or I could go a Hughes, but I have kind of landed myself here on the two gun five eights. I've got Cody Walker and Cameron Munster locked in as my who to pick at draft number five. So I wanted to talk through, because again, this might be a scenario where you're in a position where, you know, you don't want to take the fullbacks that are left on the board or the halfbacks or the hookers. You're not ready to take a forward there. You want to take, 5-8. And 5-8 is one of those positions this year. It will be hard to fill and get a very good player later on in the draft. So I think if you have got a chance, if those four guys, like I mentioned, t- let's start this again. Teddy, Turbo, Pappy, and Cleary. I think they are the four. If you're in the top four of a draft, you're taking one of those four. If you don't, you're a brave man. If you are too scared off by the Pappy injury last year and the concussions, I understand. If you're scared of Teddy, Teddy getting off-season surgery and he's going to be starting a bit slow, integrating himself back into the lineup with Luke Keery and some of the other pieces, I understand. Nathan Cleary, I can't really, uh, you know, if you just don't want a halfback for whatever reason, you think there's better value later. Okay, I get that. And Turbo, obviously, the injury bug, the dreaded injury bug. So they're the four I think that would go. But again, Cody Walker, Munster. Let's talk through it here because for me, I think these are the two guys where you just got to really assess and take one of these guys. And that's where I am. Let's look at the stats. Last year, games played 22 for Cody Walker, 18 for Munster. I think it is safe to say the last couple of years, Cody Walker is probably the more durable of the player. And again, Munster away with origin, Cody Walker, he's not. So that availability, I would give a slight tick to Cody Walker. The average last year, 83 for Cody Walker, 74 for Munster. We all th- we all say that Cody Walker had a gun season and one of the better seasons a Supercoach player can have. We said Cameron Munster had probably one of his worst seasons in the last couple of years and just couldn't really get anything going. Just think of that. So one had possibly the best year of his career, one had probably the worst. There's only a nine-point difference. That's interesting. I'm going to give that a slight, a slight edge to Cameron Munster. The other note here to mention is obviously Cam Munster is out for round one, suspended. So all of a sudden, if I do take Cam Munster at number five, 
I've got to scrape to get a five eight later in the in the draft when I may not want to because um, Cam Munster had a bit of fun in the off season and Melbourne said no. So that's a point to Cody Walker. I just think in terms of let's let's talk about the teams and let's talk about the positions to succeed this year. So let's go Cody Walker first. Cody Walker's going to have a very, very good chance to succeed. I think he's going to have a very high usage rate. There's no more Adam Reynolds next to him. And Adam Reynolds only averaged about a 55, but Lachlan Illis will be the halfback there. I think for me, it's going to be, does Cody Walker just override everyone? And does he get these hands on the ball four times a set? It could. It could be. Um, Is going to be more emphasis on that edge of the field and teams won't let that side of the left side of the Rabbits burn and is Alex Johnson not going to get 25 tries this season and Cody Walker, all those assists. They could. Latrell Mitchell will be back in round three. I think Latrell Mitchell and Cody Walker have a fantastic game. Does Adam Reynolds not being there mean that the running game of Cody Walker dries up a little bit? Does he have to do a bit more kicking? Uh, is there more chances for some of those tries off the kicks? I'm not sure, but to me, it's a... You know, does Damien Cook come out of me half a bit more? Does Damien Cook all of a sudden now say, I am the unquestioned number two now? And those balls that were going, and you've got to admit, the last the last year and a half, really, of Damien Cook, it's been a lot of passing out of me half. Very early ball to the two halves. Does that change this year? Does Jason Demetriou, the new coach, Cody Walker and Wayne Bennett had a real partnership there? Does Andrew Demetriou, sorry, Jason Demetriou walk in and say, this is now my team and this is the way we're going to play. We're going to play through Lockley Illis and Damian Cook and Cam Murray. Could happen. There's a couple of questions there. Let's go to Cam Munster. Obviously, take away the round one. That's dead and buried. That's gone now. Cam Munster is interesting because he's in a team that has a bit of turnover as well. Um, not as much as the Rabbits, in my opinion. Still got the coach. Still got Ryan Pappenhausen. Still got Harry Grant. Still got Brandon Smith, who, you know, dummied a lot last year. So is Jerome Hughes next to him, one of the guys that really came on as a super coach threat last year. I just mentioned a lot of super coach dominant players in Pappenhausen, in Grant, in Smith, in Hughes. A lot. Some great averages last year. Realistically, we could see, what, four to five Storm players drafted in the top 2025 in a draft league. I could see that. And yet Cameron Munster still averaged a 74 last year in a down year, you know, in a year that we were begging him to do stuff on the field if you were owner at some stages. So you're telling me that he's going to come back. He's obviously got the booze ban this year. He, the, con- the next contract is already up for discussion. Is a Dolphins, is a Storm, is a someone else. So I'm getting that guy who already plays with guys that need super coach points and he can still pump out a 74. You know, he's lost Josh out of car. I get that. He's he's gained Xavier Coates. What does that do? Is that Does that level it out? I'm not sure. The forward pack is probably a bit of a mystery. I've gone through it in a couple of podcasts now. The Melbourne forward pack may be a little bit weaker this year. I could see that. Uh, do they get the roll on? Do they get muscled a little bit? Caramus has been one of those guys that can really, you know, even if the forward pack isn't rolling, can make anything out of nothing. We've seen him, you know, cut the ball up on third tackle, second tackle, bust out a couple of tackles, get an offload, throw an early ball to Justin Olam, Kenny Bromwich, get a line break assist. The more and more I talk about it, I'm seeing that Cody Walker's in a position that 
there's a lot of new factors. Can all these new factors mean that he just brains it this year and goes 100 average? Absolutely it could. Does Cam Munster, in a year that he's not on the booze and a contract year, is he going to try and be, you know, the best soldier and really let Jerome Hughes take the lead and he's going to, you know, maybe even drop back to a 60-65 average? I doubt it, but it could. There's a lot of options in play for these two guys. I just think, for me, 5'8 is one of those positions that can really get you somewhere, can really, and these two guys especially, whether you're doing captains or no captains, I think they've both got the early season draw to get you to a start where you can really be in a nice position after eight rounds. If you take Cam Munster, you could be six and two. If you take Cody Walker, you'd be seven and one. I could see that right now. I don't think there's a bad pick between the two guys. Obviously, with, with superstars and super coach, if we go to the fullbacks, you know, Teddy versus Turbo versus Pappy, you know, you don't have a great player either way. But are you going to get the best player? That's the question. For me right now, we're two weeks away from my draft. Oh, no, we're three weeks away from my draft. We are drafting the Saturday before TLT. So we'll see all the trials. We'll see all the news. We'll see all the footage of everyone. How invested are they? Are they watching their team when they're not playing in the trials? Have they got, have they got those videos like training where they're messing around with the coach? And are they looking like they're the fittest in their career? We'll see all that before. Right now, I give the slight edge to Cameron Munster. As we just talked and laid it out, he had the he had the worst year last year out of the two. He's in a position where he's got probably the most to lose or the most to gain in this offseason. He's in a team with guys that are genuine super coach threats. Does the Brandon Smith and Cheese running game at dummy half elevate him because all of a sudden now when the ball is whipping out nice and early, there's a little bit extra, you know, room because they're all trying to worry around the ruck. Yes, the four pack is a bit of a question, but to me, a guy like Cameron Munster can come overcome that. It's a bit different than a Daniel Mortimer back in the day not having a four pack. For me, Cameron Munster is probably the pick up five right now. And if you're a guy sitting at number six in a draft board and Cody Walker sitting there, you are licking your lips, rubbing your hands because all of a sudden, a guy that could literally average 95 this year could fall to you at number, number six and be a guy that just wins you a comp. But again, two great choices, right? For me, at number five, I think there's, you know, the fact that you get to pick between the two five eight, you can do your research, you can do your thinking, you watch your games, you can make all the different scenarios you want in your head to get to the result that you want to get to. To me, this is what this is. I've got a choice right here for Cody Walker or Cam Munster. I don't think I can go wrong, but I can go really, really right if I get this right. And I think a lot of guys, as you start to get your draft positions in your leagues, it's all about the risk reward. Do you, you know, is that is there going to be one guy that takes David Feeder at three this year? Because I've seen the offseason photos. He's got no injuries. Looks like he's a Marvel comic superhero at this stage. If he, if he averages 110, you've, you've made the right choice there. Me at number five, Cody Warhol, Ken Munster. I will find out which one I made because, again, if they finish at the same average last year, I'll probably be wrong. But again, I'm banking on. He had the worst year last year. He's got the most to gain this year, the most to lose this year. He's in a team with a little bit less changes than Cody Walker. And I just think we've seen what a what he is as a gun. His floor is a 70. His highs are still as a 150. I think for me, Cam Munster is the right now the best 5'8 to pick in Supercoach. And if you're sitting at number five or six in a draft comp and one of those two 5'8s fall to you, 
you are a very happy man or woman. We'll leave it there, guys. Again, we'll talk many more positions and battles and player comps in this offseason. We'll try and do a pot a day at this rate just to get some content out there. Again, you may listen to this and totally disagree, but if you even listen to it and get a bit of an idea, that's what I'm trying to get out of these little ones here. So thanks for listening, guys. We'll have a great day and hear from you soon. Cheers.